Hey folks, thanks for stopping by. I'm Ian Dowling and this is the Thinking Out Loud podcast where I'll be sharing ideas, thoughts, stories, anything that I feel has been important in my life, anything that I feel has maybe inspired me in life or anything that I feel can inspire you to do the things that you love doing or to help find passions in life. So thank you again and I hope you enjoy the episode. Ian Dowling here. I hope you've had an awesome weekend so far. Today's episode is going to be about synchronicity. How I learned what synchronicity was and the most powerful life-changing set of experiences in my life to date. And these set of experiences all happened within the space of a couple of weeks. If you haven't heard of synchronicity before, it's a term that was coined by Carl Jung, and he was a psychologist or a psychotherapist or whatever you want to call it back in the day, many years ago. Um, I can't actually remember how many years ago, but you know, quite a long time ago. And what synchronicity is, and I'm sure you know, you could probably correct me on the the actual definition of how Carl Jung put it, but it's. You know, when when a set of experiences or coincidences are linked together, um, you know, for a particular outcome. And, you know, we often hear people talk about, you know, coincidences that just seem to work out in life or different things. You know, when, when a set of experiences seem to link up in a positive way or don't have to be a positive way, but synchronicities are often these things that kind of have a feel of magic about them. And the first time I guess I heard the term synchronicity or read it, I should I should say, was definitely surrounded by a set of experiences that felt like they were full of magic for me. And this experience like was massively life changing for me, you know, to the point where I would say it was the most powerful life changing set of experiences of my life. So, for a little while, a few years ago, it was, I think it was 2013, I was working as a personal trainer on the Gold Coast, not for very long, and it didn't work out for me, I, I didn't really prepare myself for it, and I pretty much destroyed myself financially, which I've done quite a few times, and I got to the point where I was down to probably my last $200 or something like that. And I thought, okay, shit, like I live in Australia, you know, I'm from Ireland originally. So it's not a case of where when I get into this situation, I can just, you know, go home to dad's house. It was kind of a bit of a desperate situation. So I picked up the phone one day and I called an old boss. I used to work a couple of years previous to this. Um, in 2010, I used to work on drilling rigs in the outback of Australia. And I called one of the old managers and, you know, asked him, is there any work going? And this was a guy I didn't know very well and I didn't even know if he knew my name. But he immediately said, can you get on a plane on Monday? And I think this was like a Friday or something like that. And I said, yeah, for sure. Um, so we pretty much, you know, arranged from there, 
the travel girl from this company organized the flights and i was delighted you know i just felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulder and um, the great thing about doing this fly in fly out work is that if you are down to your last penny like i was you pretty much fly out to the outback and you're kind of sorted for a couple of weeks because you're put up in a camp you know your meals are supplied and all that kind of thing so i'm gonna like just kind of zip through the story so it's friday i'm getting ready you know leaving on monday to head out to the outback to work and at this point you know i'd obviously spent a little bit of that 200 dollars on some meals and whatever so it gets to sunday night and i'm preparing to fly out to mount eyes on a monday morning to to go working and at this point i'm kind of down to i think like my last 50 bucks or something like that you know it was the end of the weekend i had food and dinner and got prepared for going away on monday and you know i was going to be away for a couple of weeks at least so i was thinking you know i'm going to need some books or whatever just to to keep going so it was going to be a remote camp there wasn't going to be phone signal and different things like that so i realized like i've done my last 50 bucks and then i had to get the train to the airport and this and that i wasn't gonna have any money to buy any books so i was having a look around the apartment for any books i haven't read yet and there was one book that i haven't read yet and i'll i'll look up the name because i'm having a mind blank right now but it was one of the most life-changing books of my life and this particular book was given to me by my ex-partner at the time who was very spiritually aware and you know at that point i didn't really have much knowledge surrounding consciousness and spirituality and that type of thing and i wasn't very open to it although i did have beliefs surrounding spirits and different things and this particular book because it wasn't a factual book you know it wasn't a factual story it was in my eyes it was kind of a fiction book so i hadn't read it and it was sitting there but i thought okay it's the only book i've got left i'm going to take it with me on my trip so i put it in the bag anyway and got on my merry way and made my way to the airport and flew out to mount isa from there it was you know a few hours from the airport dirt tracks out to this camp so i'd done this type of work before it wasn't a drama um but when i got there a lot of the guys were kind of curious as to how i'd got offered this job because so many people had been let go the previous week and they said it was strange because you know everyone was getting let go and i'd just been been hired out of the blue you know without even any questions asked and all of a sudden i was out there so we're out in this spot where we're working and it was an old closed down mine out in the middle of the outback um so it was a big camp yet there was only like five of us there because we were drilling on the outskirts of this mine beautiful area in the wilderness you know it's just pure outback um we didn't have any tvs there at the time there was no phone signal um nothing like that it was very remote so i started reading this book at night after a 12-hour day in the heat you know 47 degrees it's pretty pretty full-on work this type of work and this book i just remember the name actually it was called a celestine prophecy and this book was it was a story about 
these people chasing down these papers with you know secrets of existence and secrets of life um and i think it was based in south america or something i can't really remember now but there was a lot in the story about the energy of the universe the energy of the earth the energy that we get from the earth itself and from trees and from people and and also about synchronicities in life and how things line up when we need them to line up in order to help us get where we need to go and I actually started really enjoying this book and in this kind of work what I do is you go out there for two weeks you do seven day shifts which is 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. it's hard work you're in the sun and then you swap over and you do seven night shifts so you do 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. you work all night and then usually you fly back home um, I ended up doing an extended stint, so I think I was there for three or four weeks. And, you know, there was no phone signal, it was quite peaceful. You'd work all day, or work all night, whatever the shift was. And then, you know, after the shift, I would sit down and read this book. So I started kind of opening up to the idea of this thing, you know, of energy coming from the earth and being able to feel it and that kind of thing. And the place that I was was pretty spectacular, so when I would be on the day shift um i tended not to run too much at night because there was that many so many snakes and animals around um like you would literally go for a run at night and there was just snakes everywhere so i tended to go to this this um quite abandoned gym that was still on the site with a couple of machines in there but when i got over the seven days and went into the night shift i would wake up maybe 1 p.m or whatever it was and go for a run and it was pretty hot during the day but it was beautiful to run along this outback and explore the kind of hills and that and it was kind of the first time i'd ever really got into trail running and while i was running i was kind of practicing what i was reading in this book you know i was visualizing energy coming from the ground and from the trees and different things and i was kind of enjoying the process of been out in nature and reading this book about nature and energy and it was really starting to you know just be something that i was just thinking about all day and all night and one day i can't remember if it was maybe a couple of days into the the night shift so i was going for my run and i got to the top of this hill and it was really really hot and i was sweating and i stopped just have a break kind of from memory put my hands down on my knees felt a bit weak a bit kind of dehydrated and as i took my head up i looked over at this kind of mountain it wasn't a big mountain but a hill in the distance across a valley and all of a sudden i just had like this feeling my whole body was covered in goosebumps and i felt like i wasn't even standing i felt like i was floating and all of a sudden i wasn't looking at the mountain all of a sudden it was like i was over there at the mountain but then when i looked in the valley it was like i was down in the valley and when i looked at the sky it was like i was in the sky and then all of a sudden i wasn't anywhere i just felt like i was looking at this whole panoramic landscape from everywhere and it was like i wasn't in my body anymore it was really really surreal and in that short space of time as well i had the feeling that I was having an experience of one of these 
near-death experiences but without being in an experience of near-death and I started to see all these experiences all through my life from my childhood right through relationships all the perceived negative experiences all the things that I felt like I'd done wrong in relationships but I was seeing them from this other set of eyes that weren't my own and they weren't judging me in these situations and I had seen the mistakes I had made but without judging them it was a really weird feeling and it was a euphoric experience and then I, I ran back to camp and that experience it kind of seemed to just start processing from there it was like there was a massive burst of energy through me at that moment but it took I don't know how long to process I, I would dare to say maybe a few years after that because even for a couple of days after that I was in a really really kind of a euphoric state I would run and feel like I wasn't even on my legs but it was like I was floating and I felt like I had really experienced what was real in the world and it was like every bit of fear about life had dissolved in that time and it was as if the most important message I had got from that moment was that no matter what everything would be okay it was just like this thing had just been secured inside me that it was like a just a message from the earth or for the land or from the sky or from wherever that it was that everything will be okay and obviously it, you know it wore off but it's stuck with me forever since and the next couple of weeks there was a whole series of events that was pretty amazing you know i'd been learning a little bit about synchronicity and how events link up um and they seem like coincidences and it was about two days later after this experience running in the mountains where i'd gone into this little gym that was on site where we were staying in it you know this gym hadn't been used for a couple of years because the mine had actually closed down a couple of years previous but there was still a couple of machines there was like an old treadmill in the corner there was a like a bench press in the corner which i hadn't actually really used until now but this particular day i decided i was going to use the bench press machine and it was just an old bench press you know like one bar a couple of plates one of those benches that you lie on that's got the holes and the foam hanging out like really old and it was kind of lopsided but there was something holding up one of the sides which as i got closer i realized it was a book and I get goosebumps thinking about this and talking about it because when I got closer and I had a look to see what the book was that was holding it up, it was a book called Synchronicity. And that was such a powerful moment because the whole idea of synchronicity is that, you know, things happen when you need them to happen and coincidences happen when you need them to happen and and you know physical things come into your life when you need them and this book was called synchronicity and it was at a time when i was just starting to learn what synchronicity was and this particular book i've since lost it not lost it i've since given it to someone i can't remember when um, i gave it to a friend a couple of years ago 
because it's such a an awesome book. It's a book about a who was a corporate lawyer who ended up giving up his career to go and follow his dream of I think it was like a starting a learning institute and it was his story of learning about synchronicity and it was an amazing book you know I couldn't put it down for the next couple of weeks and then I finished this book and the other book so I had the time to read these books and have this experience out in the outback work get enough money in the bank where I wasn't going to be homeless anymore whatever it was and then flew back home the following week i think it was so i was out there for probably three or four weeks flew back home and the idea was you'd have seven days off and then you'd come back to work again and in that time that i was back home in, in the gold coast and burley heads i finally got a call from the company and they said oh it was actually a mistake that you've been sent out there because you know they've left everyone go now and um and actually since then like this company this particular company actually went bankrupt and closed down and it was starting to happen at this time. And they said, oh, it was a mistake that I'd actually been brought out there because they were supposed to be letting people go and not taking people on. But the manager who took me on at the time, it was just, it was as if it just happened all by synchronicity and it wasn't actually supposed to happen. And it was just a crazy sequence of events. Getting hired wasn't supposed to happen, but it did. Getting out there, reading this book that was given to me by my ex-partner, which I was never really open to reading, except at a time when I had no other books and not enough money to buy any books. I ended up reading it, which had a powerful effect on me. And then finding this other book called Synchronicity and having this crazy, what I would call spiritual or mystical experience running in the heat of the day, which if you have never heard of DMT, there's a chemical which it can be taken as a you know an external you could call it chemical or a drug or whatever you want to call it but it's a natural substance which actually gets secreted from an area of the brain when under certain circumstances and it's an hallucinogenic and some people believe it's you know access to the spiritual world or whatever you want to call it but this DMT um you know there's a lot of different names for it and people take it nowadays as a chemical and they, they talk about crazy spiritual mystical experiences. Um, and you can also see there's some evidence to back up that certain people will have, you know, an increased release, natural release of DMT from the brain in stressful experiences like near-death experiences, but also in heat stressful experiences which i was at this day when i was running it was probably 40 degrees plus out in the outback and also from other different experiences but it's released naturally from the pineal gland in the brain and to this day i believe that that's probably what happened you know i was i was running my body was probably stressed the heat was extreme a lot of different circumstances and i believe that i got access to maybe extra amounts of dmt and I, it gave me the ability to have this you know spiritual or mystical experience and it was the most powerful experience of my life and this whole three or four week period was the most powerful experience of my life and i'll never forget it and the reason I think it's so important to talk about synchronicity is because it's 
such an interesting subject you know people say oh that was a coincidence or this and that but you know when we look back on life we often see that things make sense the way they joined up the dots seem to have joined perfectly whereas sometimes we feel like things are really i guess inconvenient and I think sometimes it's so important when we feel like something's being completely inconvenient for us to just remember that maybe, just maybe, this is actually a synchronicity which is happening for our better future. Because, I don't know but about you, but have you ever looked back on situations that seem the most inconvenient or the you know, seemed like the biggest upset. But then there are often the times when we got the most value out of life when we look back and join the dots. So, you know, if you have time, look up synchronicity, look up DMT. And, you know, it's it's extremely interesting. So I just wanted to share that story because it's, you know, it's the most powerful experience I've ever had. And I remember reading, I can't remember who it was, I think it might have been Eckhart Tolle said that sometimes when you have you know, a really powerful experience that it can often take you maybe three, four, five years to actually process it. Because if you think about it, we see everything in life, everything physically at least, in a linear form. You know, we, the same way as we read a book word by word, picture by picture, you know, one word at a time, one picture at a time, we also process our life like that. And when a powerful experience happens, it's an energetical experience. It's like it flows through us all at once. But to, for us to actually see it, it takes us years to process all that energy word by word, picture by picture. It's like we download it all at once, but then it takes us years to actually see it and read it. The same way as you can download you know, a full audio book into your phone and it might take a few minutes but then it'll take you actually 12 hours to read the book or to hear the book. You know, the same way as you can go in and buy a book in a bookstore, but you can't just absorb it into your head the same speed as what you buy it. You've got to read it word by word, line by line, in a linear form. And our brains work that way with all powerful energetical experiences. And I think it's so important when we you know have a powerful experience whether it's perceived as good or bad whether it's a breakup or a loss of a loved one or whether it's an amazing powerful mystical experience it takes time to process and you know there might be confusion there might be a lot of confusion because there's all these new feelings that we've never had but we need to be patient with ourselves i think because it does take years to process whether we like it or not so I thank you as always for listening. Love to hear your feedback, any messages, um, any questions even. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now and I hope you have a great weekend.